Welcome to Adaptify. I'm Mike, I'm a paraplegic from New Zealand, and it's my mission to find the Adaptifiers of the world. People who have overcome challenges and found new, creative, interesting ways to be free despite needing to use a wheelchair for their mobility. Today's guest is Philippe Lima, and he is the current world wave ski champion. He's a guy that hasn't let his paraplegia stop him from becoming a pro surfer. Welcome to the show, Philippe. Hey, how are you, brother? It's, uh, I'm glad to be here to have the chance to talk with you. Thanks, Philippe. Nice. So can I just ask you first up, I'm not going to dwell on this for too much. I just want to know, just to give our audience uh, some perspective, how did you end up spending your life as a wheelchair user? I was 18 by the time, and I was in a friend's house, and I fell down from a balcony. Mm. was not too high, but I fell down seated, and I, uh, I broke my back in three different, different places. So what was, what was being in hospital like after that? What, what are the Brazilian hospitals like? Uh, it's, not, it's not a good place to be, you know, but we don't have no choice, so we just... I just spend the, the time out there trying to recover the best I can, you know. So that was when you were 18. How how old are you now? Now I'm 32. Okay, so it's a few years ago. Yeah, now, like 10, 11. Yeah, I guess you've learned a lot since then. Can you can you think back to what was your darkest moment in in your recovery and and how you made it through that? What helped you get through that darkest moment? Uh, I think the darkest moments are right after the injury, like the first year. It's always hard for everyone, I think. And what make him, what make me pass through it uh, was my family and my friends. You know, they they were always by my side, helping me with everything I need, keeping me keeping me up. And I think this this is what we need family and friends you know so what were some of the things that they did to help you get through that uh yeah they they always tried to to make me do the things that i love again you know like always saying to me to go surf again or helping me to try to find a way to do it so what was your life like before that what were you into uh i was always on the sports uh i used to be a skateboard skateboarder, motorcycle, and used to drive carts, surf. Uh, yeah, always on the sports since, since, since young age. So when did you decide you wanted to be a, you know, a pro surfer? Not too long ago. I, I, I was just surfing for fun, you know, for, for a long time. And in 2000 and 2009, I think, I started going on the kayak surf and wave ski championships in brazil against able body guys and i spent some, a few years competing against them it was just for fun and for my own evolution and then in 2015 when was, were the first isa world championship from adaptive uh then i start to to you know try to have a a pro surfer life you know start traveling more and and going to all the contests yeah nice so can you talk us through a bit about those first early moments that you you 
got on a got on a surfboard or got on a wave ski? What what were they like? Yeah, it was was hard, you know. It was fun, good, but hard. Uh, I began surfing again like uh, two years after my my injury, where I started as a prone surfer for a while. So that's yeah. lying on your stomach, right? On a on a sort of a standard surfboard. Yeah, exactly. But I I didn't feel that I could do much things on a prone because uh, laying down was harder to make the maneuvers, and I was paddling kayaks too, and uh, for a, for a few years already. And once I was in in a place called Takare in Brazil and I was in a in a whitewater kayak but I was going down a river and then I finished on the on the beach there are some waves coming through and I catch a wave with that whitewater kayak and I, then I opened my eyes that I could surf seated on a kayak or something and then I start uh, I, I try to find uh a kayak for surfing, you know, and I found the kayak surf and I spent a, f- a few years surfing just on the kayak surf because it's, uh, it's like the wave ski, but it's close mm. with a cockpit. It's easier for the balance and for the surf, but it's a little bit more dangerous because you use the squirt. When the water hits it, sometimes it just implodes and, and fill with water. So it's, it's a little bit dangerous and, uh, and then I started uh, surfing with the wave ski guys on the on the contest. And I wanted to surf on the wave ski. And the guy said to me that it uh, would be impossible for me because the balance is really hard. But I, I, I bought my first wave ski and had some hard times trying to balance on it. But then I got used to it and and developed my, my own way of surfing on it, you know. So, what is your injury level? Um, how much? How much? Um, how much? Uh, you know, function do you have? I have a T eleven injury. Okay. Yep. And yeah, I don't have nothing much on my legs that help me on the wave ski. So I just strap my legs through my board. Then I do. I don't. I can transfer all my energy, all the energy that I have on my upper body through the board you know so what was the hardest thing about about learning to wave ski well on the beginning it was all about the balance because it's really hard but after i got used to it was the the row i was doing a row already on the kayak surf that's easier but then i when i started on the wave ski it was really hard to get it and i spent some, some time trying to help it but after i i learned it I just do it all the time, you know. So it just comes down to practice, 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 and just keeping yeah. at it, right? Just never giving up. <laughs> yeah, water time. Water time, yeah. So yeah. how do you get access to the water? Does, do, you know, friends and um, other people help you get down to the water? I suppose you've developed ways to get down there yourself too. Can you explain a bit about that? Yeah, I, I usually go with my, my friends and we'll, I always they they carry me on their their back. They carry me all the the way to to the to the water. But sometimes I I butt check all the way through the sand too. How do you protect your skin when you're doing that? Uh, yeah, you know, there's no way to protect it too much. But 
Yeah, I think with the with the the years after some years doing it, I think that uh, my skin is already get used to it. You know. Ah, so you reckon that by yeah doing it more and more, it sort of becomes your skin gets harder, it gets used to it. Yeah. So if, if you protect it too much, then that could be not helping you. Yeah, exactly. It's interesting because a lot of the older guys have been in chairs for a long time. That was exactly what they did. They they didn't protect it so much. But the doctors, yeah. they'll tell you, no, you got to really watch your skin. So it's interesting, interesting thought. Yeah. Did you ever find yourself in a place, Philippe, where you were more focused on, on what you couldn't do than what you could? Describe a describe a moment where, you're, where you just thought, man, this is just too hard. And, and what pulled you out of that? Yeah, I, you know, surf makes it to us all the time you know make us think like that all the time where we just gotta keep going you know yeah i find that the beach breaks are really hard to surf because you get caught on the inside and uh yeah and it can pound you it can be real hard to get back out the back um yeah. but i suppose if you if you perfect your role then it's a lot easier right yeah you know beach breaks are the best i think is the best school the best way to learn because mm. yeah it ask ask us to give uh you know it's a, it's a hard work you know because on a wave ski we we can't go under the wave duck dive under the wave so we're or you know we have to wait for the right timing to go in and roll some of a few times to go out you know it's uh yeah it's beach breaks are really hard and but makes it all easier when you you got a a perfect wave uh, with with a channel in. Man, you know. so tell us about the tour. Where do you go on the tour, and and uh, what's it like going to those places to surf? Yeah, it's a great experience. You know, uh, I love to surf in different spots and different kinds of waves, and the tour really really allowed us to do that you know we have some some good waves on the on the on the adaptive surf contest nowadays like i uh, was in queens last last month it's a perfect wave not not too heavy but open face it's a good one which, which country is that in hawaii that's oh, hawaii yeah okay yeah in Oahu. and where yeah. else do you does the tour go yeah w- we're gonna have the U.S. Open in, in Oceanside. Uh, I just had one chance to surf there, and it's a really good wave. Sometimes it's a it's a good barreling wave. You know, it's a heavy wave. It's good. I think it's it's gonna be really good for a contest. So, how many people compete in these adaptive events? Uh depends. You know, uh, like this this access surf, the Hawaiian. The Hawaiian Championship were were like I think 80, 80 guys. Nice. Yeah, and they have to close it, you know, because there were more and more people wanted to come in, but they just didn't have enough time for everyone. Because the adaptive surf adaptive surf movement is growing really fast, you know. So good. Yeah. Do you do you cop a, a bit of flack for riding a wave ski? Uh, in the surf, in the lineup, do, do people hassle you? And if if they do, what do you what do you do? Yeah, people do that sometimes, you know. But I just 
just go and be got be respectful, you know, and wait for my turn. And when my turn comes, I just do my best and to show them that I'm not dangerous out there, you know, mm. and show that I'm out there to catch my waves. And and then the the they got interested on it, you know. After the first first look, they got a little bit. They look and don't know what they are they are seeing. You know, it's different. <laughs> but after they get used to it and got interested on it, they ask questions and yeah, they start enjoying it. Talk to me a little bit about board design. You've probably learned a few things over the years. What what could you recommend for for people listening that are interested in getting into this? What where would they start and and how should they progress with their boards? Yeah. You know, wave ski, I, I started with uh, able body guys wave ski. So it was really hard on the beginning. But after I got used to it, I was already on a smaller board and uh, with sharper rails and more aggressive board. But there's a way to start on a, on a bigger board, you know, like an adaptive wave ski. And... Nowadays, I think that the the smaller wave skis with a sharp rail and uh, and a straps on the knee is the best. And no no foam um, between the knees. Um, no, I don't use it, but some people like it. Yeah. So where do you get these boards made? So are you saying that you just use a standard a standard wave ski um, for able bodied wave skiers? Yeah, I just, I do it with uh, Rogério Cruz, is a shaper here in Brazil. He's a wave ski shaper. He have a really, really good experience with wave ski. And uh, we, we, we discovered that on a, on a wave ski for adaptive surfer, uh, it's good to have a V-board on, on, the, on the, a little bit forward on the board, you know, mm. almost mm-hmm. on the nose because it prevents to, it prevents that we, we, we stuck the rail, you know. Mm-hmm. And nose and, diving. Yeah. Prevents from nose diving too. And yeah, some small changes, but it's almost the, the able body wave ski guys, same, same stuff, you know. That's cool. Hey, and so you also have a, a surf wax company, and I presume that, that helps helps you fund some of your travels and, and things. Do you want to talk a little bit about how that came about? Yeah, I've been doing surf wax for like uh, six or seven years. I evolved a, a formula and been selling it. And it's It's been fun, you know, it's been, it, it really helps me on the, to get found. And it's a good job, you know, because I think I'm providing fun for for who buy it, you know. And nice. So why did you decide? Why did you decide to make it? Yeah, it's a business that it's it's not too expensive to start it, but and it's it's a lot of it's a good uh, it's a good market, you know. That's everybody needs a surf wax to surf you know so it's so you do you sell most of it in brazil or do you sell it worldwide where is your biggest market my biggest market is it's in rio okay and and some some other cities in brazil but we wanted to to make it global you know 
uh, trying to get there, you know. Nice. It sounds sounds like a great challenge. I've no doubt that if you stick at it, you'll you'll get there just like you have with your surfing. Yeah. Hey, so if you could name one resource that helped you get to where you are today, what would that be? One resource, I mean, a book, somebody, a website. So anything that, that stands out in your mind that, that really helped you? To where I am? Yeah, you, you, you seem to have got through this challenging time and are thriving in, in your life. So what's, what's one resource? So is there a website? Is there an organization in Brazil that, that helps uh, people with spinal mm. cord injuries or organization uh, in the USA or anywhere like that that's really given you uh, given you some support? You know, in the beginning, my I didn't got much support. I, I wasn't much of a internet guy. Mm. So I, I, I always trying to discover things by myself. As the, the adaptive sports here in Brazil are still still too small, you know, not much information about it. But I tried to do it by myself and evolve my 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 techniques, my my equipments, and of course with help of my friends. But nowadays, one one uh, the guys that really helps me are the CAF guys. Yeah, California Adaptive yeah. Foundation. Yeah, they are the Challenge Athletes Foundation. Oh, Challenge Athletes Foundation. Sorry. Yeah. And they help they help a lot of people, uh, and they they've been helping me since 2015. Uh, but what sort of here, support do they give you? Uh, foundings to get to to the contest. Oh, nice! That's fantastic. Yeah, really helps. It's so great. Hey, and yeah, but yeah. If if you could offer one piece of advice for someone facing life as a wheelchair user, life as a paraplegic, what would it be? I would say that uh, enjoy enjoy every time, you know, enjoy because time is too precious, you know. It doesn't matter if we're in a wheelchair or, or whatever. We just got to enjoy the moment, you know. doesn't wait for nothing. Just, just enjoy the moment. Yeah, it's nice advice. Is there anything out in the world at the moment that you wish you could solve? Is there anything... Anything that you'd think you'd have a go at trying to trying to solve to make life better for people with uh, with wheelchair um, needs? Yeah, you know, uh, here in Brazil we need a lot of things to that. You know, more opportunity and more accessibility. But yeah, you know, we, I think that we are on the wheelchair and we gotta do the things for us to to have a better life. You know. Don't yeah, wait nice. too much for, for the other guys to do it. We got to do it, you know. Hey, so your profile, uh, you must be raising some awareness in Brazil about what's possible. You know, surely there are people and companies and organizations there that have, you know, that see you as a as a role model. Have you connected with them? Yeah, we have some. But they all do a great job out here and they're trying to bring more adaptive athletes to the sports and but they they're having some hard times now you know because brazil is in a big crisis so they don't got much foundings for mm. for the for the programs and whatever they want to do yeah and yeah. it's been a hard time but they they keep going you know and helping people with with what they have and yeah we we try to help much people as 
as we can here. But nice yeah. one. Hey, so what does the future hold for you? Surf, surf more and more. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of knew that was going to be the answer. Um, <laughs> hey, so next competition is Oceanside, and I look forward to seeing how you get on there. You're the current world champion, right? Uh, who's your Who's your next closest competition? Uh, who? Yeah, who's your who's your closest competition? Uh, we we got some really good guys in California, like Jeff Munson and Chris Oberly, Charles Chakaweb. They're all coming really strong and getting smaller boards and getting more aggressive. Yeah, it's been it's been good. You know, we got a good competition going on. It's so good. Well, one day maybe I'll see you at one of those. Um, I'll be I'll be a fair bit behind you, but uh, but I'll I'll do my best to keep up. Hey, That'll so Philippe, thanks so much. And look, if you ever find yourself in New Zealand, there's always a place for you to stay here. And um, I know you know Marcus Thompson from New Zealand. And, oh yeah, uh, good friend. Yeah, so you know I'm a good friend of Marcus as well. And uh, look, we'll make sure that you'll stay here as uh, as a good one. So feel free. There's always a place. There's always a place. You're always welcome. Thanks, um, brother. Thanks. Hey, so where can people find out more about you? Uh, they can find me on Instagram as FKizu or Facebook as Felipe Kizu Lima. And yeah, and follow me out there. And I'm always putting some new pictures and videos. And your surf wax company, what about that? Uh, Rasta Wax. Awesome. Yeah, we got we got an Instagram and Facebook too. So where can they purchase that from? Uh, we got the site website too. It's rasterwax.com. Ah, oh, nice. Okay, that's awesome. Well, I'll I'll be sure to include that in uh, in the article that I write post this interview, so that people can check it out. Nice. Hey, Philippe, Thank you. It's been awesome to chat with you, mate. Um, I'm really impressed with what you've achieved and your just get out there and do it attitude. So, anyone listening, uh, that's what you that's what you need to do to to get in there and and be the the best in the world at something. So thanks yeah. very much for your time, Philippe. We'll uh, catch up with you soon. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Bye now. Bye. Thanks, brother. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and meeting today's Adaptifier. To learn more about Adaptify and the products we have in development, products that will increase freedom for wheelchair users, go to adaptdefy.com. That's A-D-A-P-T-D-E-F-Y.com. We're also on all the major social media platforms at Adaptify. Follow us there for more behind-the-scenes looks and more up-to-date information on product releases. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Look forward to catching you next time.